Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. This is Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. This is your daily financial news for Thursday, September 22nd. And wow, wasn't yesterday very, very interesting. We had the Fed meeting, the Fed rate decision, the Fed pre-prepared remarks, the dot plot, and of course, the Q&A. So we're going to talk about a lot of that today. Uh, we are going to talk about Jerome Powell's statement about a housing correction is coming. Basically, we will talk about if that has changed my opinion about price. And uh, we will dive into all of this. So first and foremost, uh, I want to let you know that as soon as I have more data on the amazing Fresno event on Saturday, November 12th, I will deliver it here. I met with the team putting it together last night at 8 p.m. Uh, I We are looking to set up a registration page even before we have the location locked down because so many of you said, hey, we are coming. Uh, we are going to fly in. We're going to go. Uh, again, we're going to have amazing speakers, obviously, like Pace and Jamil. We're going to have the best investor in Fresno, Jason Pritchard. We're going to have Dean, Stratton, myself, uh, Ty, and others. So it's going to be probably, no, it will be the best event, best real estate event held in California all of 2022. So as soon as I know more, you will know more. Uh, next up, let's talk about the Fed meeting. Uh, as we kind of talked about in our, was it our Tuesday evening kind of talk track, the rate increase was the least important least important. We got 75. Everybody called it, telegraphed, yada, yada, yada. No big deal. We actually saw mortgage rates. The Fed raised 75 basis points and mortgage rates went down three basis points. BIPs, they call it. I checked with Matt, the mortgage guy at the end of the day, and I said, hey, where did rates go? So again, if you think the Fed increase yesterday directly relates to mortgage rates going up. You have more evidence that that is not how it works. Mortgage rates move early, right? They moved weeks ago. Uh, so yesterday, the Fed goes up. Mortgage rates went down three bips, uh, according to Matt, the mortgage guy. So again, don't don't make that connection because it's not one-to-one, right? Uh, mortgage rates move much, much earlier. Second. I tried to highlight that the most important thing to look at was what is often called a dot plot. I was right. More importantly, I called higher, faster, longer. The market was not ready. Why did we see a drop at the close? I believe the market is starting to believe the Fed. There are still people talking today like Kathy Wood, that deflation is coming and it's going to hit us next month. And it's always next month. Hey, Kip, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, November uh, 12th is going to be pretty amazing. Oh, it's your birthday. Well, happy early birthday. Uh, but again, remember, 
disinflation in goods absolutely could happen. What we are suffering through today is services, wages, rent, food, and dare I say, energy in the winter. Inflation is far stickier than people want, expect. It's just, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a hard thing to defeat. And I think Powell knows it. I think many of the market is starting to agree, but don't, don't, uh, don't get it twisted. Billionaires will continue to come on CNBC and whine and cry. Dare I say, let them wipe their tears with $100 bills because we need to take care of everybody else. This is not about the richity rich people. You've had a run. Your time is over. Let's correct it and move on. So again, higher. They're talking about 4.4 this year. Higher next year. They're talking about raising rates in Q1 to potentially 4.6, 4.8, even some people talking 5%. And longer, no cuts next year. I believe all three of those things were a surprise to the market, and we called them here on this channel, so good. Good for us. Next, I was hoping they would talk about unemployment and GDP. It's part of their SEP or whatever they call it. I chuckled when I saw these numbers. I don't know if you saw them, but they're talking about GDP this year being 0.2. They're talking about next year being 1.2, so below trend but positive. What really... What really made me laugh out loud, unfortunately, was their expectations for unemployment. They saw unemployment going to about 4.6% next year. I unfortunately don't know how you beat inflation and unemployment doesn't go over 5%. Uh, I I think the trade-off looks pretty easy to see. I think part of this is just... uh, a story so they don't get their feet held to the fire. But yeah, that was that was pretty interesting. And then finally, they see hitting their goal of 2%, not in 23, not in 24, 2025. So quite a long way away. Next up, let's talk about the housing correction. I think it was two months ago where Jerome Paul talked about a housing reset. Yesterday, it is not lost on me, and thank you, everyone who sent this to me. I think I got this clip like 12 times yesterday, where Jerome Powell basically tried to define what he means by a reset. Basically, he used the word housing correction is coming, something to that effect. And a lot of people are pushing me to change my opinion. Well, let's talk about that for a minute. I am not going to flip-flop easily. If I'm going to change my opinion, I'm going to change it when I see the data. People are pointing at me saying, even Jerome Powell sees a correction coming, meaning a price drop. Well, let's not forget, Jerome Powell is also the man who talked about transitory. So Jerome Powell is not infallible, nor am I. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is I look at this every day. My current opinion is we are going through phase two of the housing correction or housing crash, which is supply contraction. 
I still feel very good about that because something we had yesterday that I forgot to mention or I didn't read until the evening is active inventory. I highlighted to you months ago. Hey, Maddie, thank you very much for the, uh, uh, what are these called? Insta chats or whatever. I don't even know what they're called. Super chats. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I do try. I try to be authentic. I, I own my mistakes. So thank you very much. But let's talk about this correction because a lot of people, well, let me say this. It would be easier on my life if I just gave up and said housing crash is coming. The, I get 90% wonderful comments on this channel. 10% of my comments range from you're an idiot to something worse. And it's always about the fact that I won't say we have a housing crash and prices coming. I'm sorry. I don't see it yet. Let's talk about the inventory in August. This is the number. If you want to watch something side by side with me, watch active inventory across the country. I know one thing for certain. If we are going to get an epic housing crash, 2008-like, 2008 mini-like or extra, it's really weird. Some people think what's coming is going to be worse than 2008. Some people think it'll be half as bad. We have to watch inventory. Inventory went down 1.6% in August. My current stance as of today is inventory will go down every month through the end of the year. If that is the case, I can't see a great huge deterioration in price. Then as we get into Q1, it is going to be very interesting for you and I to watch inventory. Inventory could, could pick up in January. Housing is seasonal. It would not shock me if people took their houses off the market, interest rate lock-in, and said, you know what? We are going to be here through the holidays, but we will list next year. Maybe. It would not shock me if unemployment doubled. And maybe we saw some pain. But that is much slower than people expect. You lose your job in Q4, you get unemployment, you look for a job, you have some savings. You're not even in the foreclosure process for three months. Also, did we not learn that banks will work with people unlike 08? I would suspect you get a 90-day forbearance easy. And then let's not forget that I think something is coming is a first-time home buyer program. So what I am saying to you today, if you want to watch one number with me side-by-side, side, look at monthly active listings for the country. This also should hold for your local market. I would watch your local market and your buy box. It is all about inventory. If inventory goes up 100% or 200% or 300% like Phoenix, problem. I believe most of those markets are inflated because of iBuyers. They will be bankrupt very, very soon, and they will go away. We have to watch inventory. And then let's not forget, 
by next year, we will have a new Congress. Do we have home buyer programs? What is going on? What is going on with rates? One thing with rates that may surprise you and may surprise these crash callers. As we just talked about the Fed, the Fed funds rate, the very front end of the curve is going up. It is going up higher than the market expects. Did you know that there is a chance that mortgage rates go down? There is a growing thought that what we are going to see is a steeper yield curve inversion. What does that mean? That means the front end, the three month, the one year, the two year go up because again, the Fed is front loading uh, rates. But everybody, including myself, expects the Fed to win, expects the Fed to win and cause a recession, which will cause them eventually to cut rates. So it is possible that they want that the three three month, one year and two year go up and the 10 year goes down. So what we need to watch is inventory. We need to watch the 30 year mortgage rate. Will the 30 year mortgage rate in March of 2023 be above 6% or below? That is an important metric. Do we have first-time homebuyer programs? So there is a lot of things coming. I am not going to change my call of a flat, boring market, plus or minus one uh, or 2% for the next four or five years. And I am not changing my 2022 call. It's too late. I own it. We won't see a negative number year on year, even in December for the country. I know there are lots of markets that have price drops. I hear from all of you. Again, good for you. Do the work. I hope all of your buy boxes crash so you can buy more stuff. So that's my thoughts on housing. Uh, I am not going to change my opinion because Powell said the word correction. We got to watch inventory. We need to see where rates are, unemployment. There's a lot of variables. It's very complex out there. So uh, I went back to John Burns. One of those uh, sites that I go to to really get the data, John Burns Real Estate Consulting. If you're not following them um, them on Twitter, you are making a mistake. Go follow them right after this. They did the math. In order for us to go up 1% in unemployment, today we're 3.7. If we went to 4.7, that means that Jerome Powell will cause 1.7 million people to lose their jobs. People have been wondering, what does he mean by pain is coming? 1.7 million people are about to lose their jobs. It's, I, it, it has to happen. Right? It's kind of the, and oh, by the way, as I said earlier, I think a 4.7% uh, unemployment is uh, optimistic. There are some economists that I follow who are talking about we might have to go to five and a half. I don't know. I don't know when Jerome Powell breaks. My gut reaction thinking about it right here, right now for two seconds is Jerome Powell folds, gives up, relents if unemployment hits 6%. 
I just thought about it. I did, wasn't prepared to think about it. But yeah, I think if unemployment spikes and we spiral and we see a 6% unemployment, I think Powell gives in. Because that's like, that's almost 4 million people. Uh, that would be a problem. Uh, so we talked about the housing market already. I hit that here. Um, I don't know why I had that in there twice. I guess it's that important. Uh, and again, August inventory, it went down. Active listings went down. So I'm going to be watching that going forward. Lots of other stuff going on. I don't know if you saw this, but Meta and Facebook are talking about uh, being 10% more efficient, which means layoffs are coming. It wouldn't shock me if Meta or Facebook has some significant layoffs soon. Compass Real Estate has round two of layoffs. Lots of pain coming to mortgage brokers, which really already did a lot of layoffs, but more coming in the real estate area. KB Homes in Lennar. KB Homes in Lennar. Lennar specifically. If you were going to look at one summary earnings report, I would ask you to look at Lennar. When I think about it, KB Homes is first-time homebuyer. Lennar is in the middle. And um, why am I drawing a blank? The other, there's another one that's high end. Why am I drawing a blank? Anyway, doesn't matter because we're only talking about Lennar and KB Homes. Lennar said in their earnings announcement, they raised prices. The average price went up 15%. Think about that. Now they sold less units, less units. But the price, the average price of Lennar Homes in the last quarter went up 15%. That's unexpected. Uh, both Lennar and KB Homes missed top line, meaning revenue, but they both hit bottom line, means they are managing expenses. KB Homes canceled 8,800 lots. Remember, folks, Greg Dickerson, our Monday expert, is telling you builders will slash. They option lots. They didn't buy them. They weren't land banks like last time. So what KB Homes did is they just took 8,800 lots and gave them back to the owners. Remember that new home inventory at 10.9% or 10.9 months, sorry, 10.9 months? KB Homes just took 8,800 lots out of it. Not going to be built. Builders are going to slash. Uh, KB Homes did issue disappointing earnings expectations. I think we saw this in the housing numbers. Remember in that report that I looked with Anna Kelly yesterday, the low end of the market saw the biggest deterioration in transactions. The upper end actually did okay, right? Above 500 grand, right? They did okay, but below, down 20%. That is where KB Homes plays. It doesn't surprise me that they are feeling this. Ray Dalio, again, somebody I watch, he's definitely leaning very uh, bearish. Uh, he expects the economy to get worse over the next two years. I undoubtedly, you've heard me say it a couple of times now, think next year is not going to be great. It's going to be pretty bad. Gap is eliminating 500 jobs in San Francisco and across the world. Back to John Burns Real Estate Consulting, another metric they gave us that I wanted you to share here. 
Again, we phase one of the housing crash was demand destruction. John Burns actual numbers, because I've quoted this a few times and I was off. I wanted to give you the facts. When rates went from three to six percent, it is estimated that 18 million people were not qualified. They got a yes answer at three and a no answer at six. I have been actually quoting 14 million. I was off. It's 18 million. Goldman Sachs now th- sees 75 November 1st, 50 on December 13th, and 25 uh, break bump on February, I forget, early February. Rates are going up. Rates are going higher. The market is believing this. So at the end of the day, I am sorry if you are frustrated by my stubbornness to call a housing correction in price. My life would be easier if I would just say those words, but I won't be intellectually dishonest with myself or with you. I will own my mistakes. Like yesterday, I was wrong on median home price. I am watching the bigger picture. I am watching the country. I am not talking about your market. I am not talking about your buy box. I am glad your buy box is crashing. I want you to do the work. But I am looking at the country and my buy box in Fresno, California. I want my market to go down. So I'm sorry you're frustrated. If I change my mind, you will be the first to know. Uh, But as of today, not negative year on year uh, this year. And the next four to five years, kind of boring and flat. If I change my mind, I'll let you know. Take care, everyone. Have a great day. We've got uh, Jonathan Twomley. We've got the three amigos. It's going to be a fun day. Bye.